What stops people from doing the trips, the adventures, the challenges that they want to do is so often feeling like you don't have the right skill set or you just don't know what it is that you don't know. So in part one, we talked about dreaming up your adventure or your challenge or something fun so that you can give yourself something to look forward to and not just something to look forward to, but also something to train for. It's the idea of giving meaning to our movement. So today, we're going to talk about something new in part two. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for joining me for this mini-series. When we focus on something bigger, something more exciting, something that makes us feel good, it gives our brains a better problem to focus on. It gives us something to think about that matters, and our brains love something to think about. I'm talking about dream adventures in this mini-series, but it can be anything that makes you feel good. You could reach out, like my friends Dwayne and Fran, who give so much to stop hunger in our city. Or you could reach in, like my friend Jamie, who just went full out on Jim Fortin's TCP program, and she's changing her life from the inside out. Or you could do like Patty, who's training for a triathlon, and she's not worried about when that triathlon's going to be or what triathlon she's going to do. She's only worried about being her absolute best. What lights her up? What lights us all up? And when you focus on like what really lights you up, it makes connections just magically happen. And right now, we need connections more than ever before. If you're lucky and you happen to live in Houston, you have two of the best options for connections ever, which is Bayou City Outdoors and HTX Outdoors. If you aren't in H-Town, don't worry. We're going to make sure to focus on new ways and different ways to create friends because we all need connection now more than ever. Thank you so much for being here. So part two of our mini adventure series, we're going to talk about like when you try something new or even if you've been like, let's say you've been on a a biking tour before or a hiking tour or a kayaking trip or whatever. It's different and a little more intimidating when you're planning it yourself, but it's definitely not impossible. And so I want to give you some of the tips I know. And along the way, after I start writing some of this out, I realize it's going to be like Kelly's blooper series, but I just want you to know that like whatever you do, you can learn it. Trust me. I've learned all this stuff myself and it has been so much fun. And I am looking forward so much to hearing what you're up to. Thank you so much for being here. One of the things that we have to think about is that if you're trying something new or you're like, you're going to do something where you're making all the plans and you've never done it before it's not going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect right out, just right out of the gate. So start small. Since it's going to be Kelly's blooper series, I want to tell you the first story that I wanted to share today. So when I bought my bike, um, I had, I, I had ridden the MS-150 years before, but I borrowed a bike. So I knew nothing about biking really. Like, I mean, 
that's a whole nother story for another day. But basically, I didn't know what I was doing, but, you know, I did the ride. So now I've decided that I'm going to buy a bike and I'm going to become a cyclist and really get out there. And I was very new in the whole cycling and I was new at Bayou City Outdoors. And so I buy this bike, very excited about it. And the Houston Bike Safety Group reaches out to me and says, would you be part of our bike safety video? And I'm like, of course, how cool can this be, right? Like, I'm super excited. And it turns out that the day that we're doing the video, it's cold. Like, it's really cold out. And I don't know what to wear. Like, I, I'm new at this. I have no idea. So I put on a pair of black stretch pants over my biking shorts, and I had a black fleece jacket that I put on over my biking jersey, and I go out there not really thinking about the fact that, you know, what I was wearing was completely invisible on a road. And so when they did the video, I actually was the example of what not to do. So there is nothing you can do, believe me, along the way that can that can not be rectified, right? So I learned from it. I totally learned from it. And what I'd like to talk about today is just like the whole idea of whether you're biking or kayaking or hiking or going on a multi-sport adventure, like it's going to be different if it's going to be a day event or if it's going to be a week-long event. So I don't want to overwhelm you. So let's just start with a really high level view. I mean, some of the things that you want to think about, like what skills are you going to need? Like, what do you really need? Um, and what skills matter? Like I can tell you when I learned to surf, one of the first things they taught us was how to fall off the board. And you would think, wow, you know, you think you'd really want to learn how to stay on the board. But the skill set that mattered was that when you fell off the board, you didn't want to get hurt. So there was a particular way to do it. So like the skills that you need can be a whole lot different than what you think, and they can be really simple. So don't worry too much about not knowing certain things. In fact, I have to tell another story that uh, Jamie, who's one of my friends and the podcast listener, told me just recently was that at a, if you remember Lance Armstrong from um, the past, big cyclist. And many, many years ago, he was on a bike ride and it was a, I think it was a mountain bike ride race actually. And he got a flat. And the funny thing was, was that he actually didn't know how to change a flat. He didn't know how to change a tire because he'd never had to. So, so many of these things that we think we have to know everything, you don't have to know everything. You just have to have a certain base level of skill sets. Um, another thing that you need to think about is what gear you really need and what gear you can get by with. So a lot of times people will think they need everything when in fact, it's just like you can start with the bare necessities and move up from there. And we can, we can go deeper into gear on a checklist, but I just want to kind of give you some ideas. Like we don't have to have everything. A lot of times people think that you have to have all the stuff. And in fact, you just have to have the stuff that really matters for what it is that you want to do. Um, you do need to know though, that when you have gear, you have to know when to replace it. And mainly like right the second I'm talking about, uh, if a, for biking, a biking helmet, um, you should replace your biking helmet anytime you have a fall or if it's about three years old or even earlier if it sits in a hot garage. So like 
those are the kind of things that matter. Like this is safety stuff. Another thing is that your boots, you know, your boots need to be replaced when they start deteriorating. And even if you haven't been using them, they are going to start breaking down at a certain period of time kind of varies, but usually about seven years, maybe a little bit longer, boots will just start deteriorating. So you need to know when to replace your gear. You also need to know how to transport whatever it is that you want to transport, whether it's your bike or your boat or your surfboard or your stand-up paddleboard. I mean, it's not hard to do, like anyone can do it. It's just that it might require a little bit of knowledge. So, you know, figure that out and know what you need, like going into it, right? Just going into it, as long as you've got a little bit of knowledge about these things, it makes it so much simpler. Um, another piece is that um, thinking about nutrition, right? And when I say nutrition, I don't mean like nutrition, nutrition, but like what do you need to fuel yourself for what you're doing. And and we'll talk about that more next week because next week we talk about training. But if you just think about it, like after you spend a little bit of time doing whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's a hike or a bike ride or a kayaking or whatever, if you do it for a while, what you're going to realize is that you get to know your body. Like you really get to know your body. I mean, I know some people who like eat lots and lots and lots of food before they go out for an hour bike ride. Um, It's not necessary, right? Or I know people who don't take any water with them when they're out on a two-hour hike. That's really not a good idea. So you just have to get to know the bare necessities, right? Like I know myself, I know myself well enough to know that as long as I have water and I've had a little bit of food to eat for the breakfast. As long as I keep whatever I'm doing under an hour and a half, I'm fine. Like, that's me. I can do that. I do know that I went out on a bike ride, and I'm doing all the things that I shouldn't do on this, and I'm going to tell you all the things I shouldn't have done. So it was an unknown bike ride, but I had heard about it. So, like, I had been told it was 22 miles. Okay. Um... It was, I was on my mountain bike, which I'm a little slower on my mountain bike, but I thought on oh, 22 miles, that's not a big deal. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, just go ride and I don't need to have a big breakfast. I don't need to take anything with me other than my water and da, da, da. Well, what I didn't realize was that actually the ride was about 40 miles because most people turned around at a certain location and we didn't. So I kept going. And then I'm on my mountain bike, which is a little bit more effort than on my road bike. So by the time I got back, I was a growly, gripey, irritated, unfed person who also ran out of water. So you do have to know a little bit about what you're going to be doing. And that leads to the idea of navigation. And navigation, I'm not going to get into like how to read maps right now or how to use a compass, but just thinking about it in general. The first thing you should do, the first thing I should have done on that ride was I should have actually looked at a, at a map of the route, right? Like, it's pretty easy to do and I didn't do it. But another thing that I think is really important, especially if you're not comfortable with navigation, is go old school first. Just go old school. Get a map like a physical map or a a map on the web that you can just look at and look at where you're going, what the route is, you know, what the parameters are. Like a lot of times I think that people are so afraid of 
getting lost because they haven't stopped to look at where they're going, right? Like if you think about it, a lot of times like getting lost is a concern because you haven't looked at the big picture. So look at the big picture. And I mean, these are really high level things, guys, but I just want you to just think about it, right? So look at the big picture, the map in the big picture. And then if you're going to use an app that's going to tell you where to go and what to turn and all those things, good. They work. They work. I will have one caveat to they work. They work until your phone runs out of juice. So you want to make sure that you are (laughs) fully charged and nothing else is running. I've seen this happen to so many friends. Like they just get somewhere and then they have to stop because they have no idea where they are because their phone is now dead. So just kind of get a big picture. It's not, this is not, this is not, this is not anything to really worry about. And whether you're on a bike or on a boat or, you know, in the woods, whatever it is, just kind of know where you're going. Get an app or a mapping system that you're comfortable with. I mean, there's tons of them out there. And and I have a master class and I'll tell you about that later. And we can talk about all the apps on that, but just find something that you're comfortable with. Um, Create some routes that you're comfortable with. And then know something like this is something that is kind of one of my pet peeves. And I'm just going to talk about it for a second is that our brains are actually starting to lose the ability to have a sense of direction. I mean, look it up. (laughs) It's science. Look it up. We're losing our sense of direction because we are committed to letting GPSs applications tell us where to go. So just stop that a little bit and just look at maps. You'd be shocked at what you can figure out very quickly. All right, enough of my soapbox about maps. Um, Another one that you can think about is that you need to have the right safety gear, okay? But you don't have to have all the safety gear. And you need like safety gear for whatever it is that you're doing, and then you need personal, um, you need stuff that you need to, that will personally take care of yourself, if you think about that. I'm a big proponent of road IDs, and that is roadid.com. You just go there and put your information in. They create an ID for you that's indestructible, and you can, I mean, you can get either on a bracelet or anklet, or you can actually have it on a chip um, where all your information is in there. It's up to you, like whatever you want. But I think that we should have like um, safety, and you should pay attention to it. And I think that I think that safety is is a really big issue, or a really big um, it's a really big conversation. And I'd like to break it down into just a couple of things. One of them is that if you know what you're doing, you know where you're going, you have the right gear, and you have the right um, nutrition then you're going to be pretty much fine doing whatever it is that you need to do. Like, I mean, there are times when things aren't perfect, like I just said with me and my bike ride. Uh, But I wasn't going to, you know, I wasn't going to fall off a cliff and, and meet my demise. It just was an uncomfortable ride. So you just want to know those things. And then you also need to know yourself, like, you know, what your level is and Maybe you're not great at navigation. So this might be when you need to ask somebody for some help. Or maybe you don't know what the 
best um, pieces of equipment you should have if you're going backpacking, then we'll get Allison back on the show. Allison Boyle, we'll get her back on the show to talk about backpacking some more. Like, you just need to know the things that matter and then not worry about it. I think we worry way too much. And there's so many things that we can do to learn what it is that we'd like to know so that we can do the things that we want to do and then and then just not worry about it like it's so easy to it's so easy to be concerned and to think about everything that can go wrong when I think a lot of it should be we should be thinking about the things that can go right too because all these things that we're talking about doing whether you're going on this beautiful epic hike or you're just walking through the woods in your local neighborhood and you're you know marking your days to to do a virtual trip or you've got your challenge to do a bike ride or you've got your long um, kayaking trip, whatever it is, like whatever you're doing, these are really, really cool things. So we should be having fun with them. This is not about stressing, right? (laughs) We started this whole series talking about getting rid of stress and putting, putting meaning in our movement and removing stress by moving well right? And being outside. So I should have started this whole thing by saying, if you don't want to go outside and play, then this is probably not the series for you, you know, jump over to another episode. But think about that. Like think about all these things that are good to know, and you don't have to know everything. All right. That said, if you want to know everything and you really would feel better with it, I have created a very user-friendly, inexpensive masterclass. It's a masterclass and it's a training series. And we're going to talk about training next week. So I'll just like talk you through how to train for some of these things next week. But what this does is it goes over the planning, the gear, the safety, the how-tos, and then how to train for the level of fitness that you're at, because we're all at different levels of fitness, right? You don't want a training program for someone who's out doing, you know, you don't want a training series for someone who is brand new if you're advanced or for someone who's super advanced if you're getting just getting started. So put that together. You can find that master class and the whole experience over at fitisfreedom.com. So drop by the website or drop me an email. In the meanwhile, I want you to just think back on all the different things that we went over today and realize that they are all things that you can make in bite-sized pieces. Like all of it is, I mean, we're smart people. We can learn all this stuff and we can just break it down into small bite-sized pieces and then just do it, right? And remember, go start small and then everything's going to get easier as you take action. So that's the piece that we're talking about next week is action. And I will tell you, like, you probably know this, but the truth is, is that knowledge, like what we're talking about today, all the know-how, the know-how comes from actually taking the action. So instead of doing what's so easy to do these days, which is like learn everything, just learn it all before you do any of it, start taking some small steps, doing some small actions, doing some of these things that we're talking about, going out for, you know, a day and figuring out where you're going to go in the woods or go out for a bike ride and find a safe place to ride and, and, 
look at a map first and figure it out. Like, go do these things because the more you act, the more confident you're going to be. I promise you 1000%. So in the meanwhile, I will see you next week. And next week, we're going to talk about all about training and, and how to pull it together. And then if you'd like to, if you want to check out the masterclass, drop by fitisfreedom.com. Have a wonderful week and I will see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this mini-series. I hope it opened up some ideas and some possibilities and you're thinking about what you want to create, what you want to make to look forward to, what you want to change in your life that can help that happen. If you want to carry on this conversation, I'd be honored if you'd join me every Monday night, 6 p.m. Central, for Monday Night Live. I chat a bit about what the topic of the day is, and then we open up and we share if we want. And if you don't want to, you never have to. But it's a nice way to make some great connections. You can find all the details, and you can RSVP at our website, which is fitisfreedom.com. Once again, fitisfreedom.com. And I can't wait to see you there. Bye-bye.